Welcome to Zirku Daf Siman Member of Avram Goldar, and today we're in Zerchus Mode Katan Daf Gimel. The first parak, Mashkin Beis Hashlachim. The first parak has been generously sponsored by Nishmas, Rabbi Nachman Mendelbin, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, Isaac Cohn. And I want to mention that he was the Mechaber of the Ateris Avi, a Sefer on Mode Katan. And the dedication is also Leili Nishmas's son, Habachi Yosef Yitzchak Isaac, who was one of the Kadoshim that was Nifter in Meiron. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara on the bottom of Daf Beis Amabase asks. How our Mishnah can permit watering irrigated fields on Shemitah, for whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. Abai answered that the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe holds that Shemitah nowadays is only in the Rabbanan, and since there would be a loss if one doesn't water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the Rabbanan permitted it. Ravan said you can even say that the Mishnah is going according to the Rabbanan, who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a derisa. Avuz Asrachmana told us Asrachmana. The Torah only prohibits avos, not toldos. Since watering is considered a tolda, it's permitted. The Gemara brings the source that toldos are not prohibited amid the rice. But the Pasuk states, Rubashana hashvi shabu shabasoni yelaharetz, sadachol asizwa v'charmachol asizmor. But in the seventh year will be a shabu shabasoni for the land. Your field you should not plant, nor your vineyard you shall not prune. The Pasuk continues and mentions harvesting and picking grapes. Now, the Gemara notes that pruning is included in the malach of sowing, and picking grapes is included in the malach of harvesting. This teaches us that only these specific toldos are prohibited in the Raisa, but not others. Pointing to his son in Mishnah and Shviz, Admasai Choshim Bestei Ilan Erev Shviz. Until when may one plow in a field of trees, Erev Shviz? Beishamai say, Kozman Shiyafalapri, as long as it's beneficial to the fruit of the sixth year. And Beishil say, Adahatseris, until Shavuos, and the deadline of Beishamai is very close to Shavuos. Admasai Choshim Bestei Alavan Erev Shviz, until when may one plow grain field, Erev Shviz? Until the moisture in the ground stops, for Rashi explains that after that point, plowing the field appears as if it's for the Shemitah year, and for as long as people plow to plant squash and gourd plants. Rabbi Shimon says, If so, that the deadline is dependent on when people stop plowing, then the Torah has put the time for each individual to stop in his own hands. Rather, with regard to a grain field, one can plow up until Pesach, and with regard to a field of trees, one may plow until Shavuos. And point number three was reported in the name of Bar Kapara. Ramagamlil and his basin took a vote on these two times, referring to the deadline of Pesach and Shavuos, and nullified them, thereby permitting plowing until Rosh Hashanah of the Shemitah year. Rabbi Zer asked Rabbi Yavoah, and some say it was Rish Lakish, who asked Rabbi Yochanan, how could Rabbi Gamliel and his basin annul a decree of Beisham and Beis Hillel? For it was taught in the mission in the Edios, Ein based in Yachal of Vatel, Diber based in Chavero, Elim ken Gadol Mimenu B'Chachmu U'Beminyan. A based in cannot be Mavatel, decree of another based in, unless it's greater than the earlier based in in wisdom and number. Riovao answered that Beisham and Beisila initially stipulated, called Rotzel of Vatel, Yavel Yavatel. Whoever wants to Mavatel the decree in the future may do so. The Gemara clarifies that the Halachal Moshe Misinai that prohibits plowing 30 days before Rosh Hashanah remained in place. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara on the bottom of Daf Beis on the base asks how our Mishnah can permit watering irrigated fields on Shemitah. For whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. By answer, the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe who holds that Shemitah nowadays is only at the Rabbanan, and since it would be a loss if one does not water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the Rabbanan permitted it. Rav said you can even say that the Mishnah is going according to the Rabbanan who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a deraisa. Avuzatsu Rachmana told us Lassu Rachmana. The Torah only prohibits avos, not toldos. Since watering is considered a tolda, it's permitted. The Gemara brings the source that toldos are not prohibited in the Raisa, but the Pasuk states, Ubushana Hashvi Shabashavason Yelards, Sadcho Sizra, Vikarmakho Sizmor. 
But in the seventh year, it will be a Shabbos Shabbos zone for your land, your field you should not plant, nor your vineyards you should not prune. The Pasim continues and mentions harvesting and picking grapes. And the Gemara notes that pruning is included in the Malacha of sowing, and picking grapes is included in the Malacha of harvesting. This teaches us that only these specific toldos are prohibited in the Raisa, but not others. Point number two is taught in Mishnah and Shviz, Admasai Choshim Bistei Ilan Ershviz, until when? May one plow in a field of trees Ershviz, Beishamaisei, Kozman Sheyafla Pri, as long as it's beneficial to the fruit of the sixth year, and Beishil Seit Adahatzeres, until Shavuos, and the deadline of Beishamai is very close to Shavuos. And until when may one plow a grain field until the moisture in the ground stops, for Rashi explains after that point, plowing the field appears if it's for the Shemitah year, and for as long as people plow to plant squash and gourd plants. Rabbi Shimon says, If so, that the deadline is dependent on when people stop plowing, then the Torah has put the time for each individual to stop in his own hands. Rather, with regard to a grain field, one can plow up until Pesach, and with regard to the field of trees, one may plow up until Shavuos. And point number three, it was important the name of our Kampara. Ramagamagun is based and took a vote on these two times, referring to the deadline of Pesach and Shavuos, and nullified them, thereby permitting plowing until Rosh Hashanah of the Shemitah year. Rabbi Zerah asked Rabbi Yavo, and some say it was Rabbi Shlakish, who asked Rabbi Yochanan, how could Ramagamagun is based in a nullified decree of Beis Shami and Beis Hillel? For it was taught in a mission in Edeus, Eim Beis in Yachol Vato Dibre Beis in Chavero, El Im Ken Gadol Mimenu Bechachma Ubeminyan. A basin cannot be mavato the decree of another basin unless it's greater than the earlier basin in wisdom and number. Rabbi Yavo answered that Beishame and Beishil initially stipulated, whoever wants to be mavato the decree in the future may do so. The more clarifies that the halach Moshe Misina that prohibits plowing 30 days before Rosh Hashanah remained in place. Alright, so now we go to our Simradav Gimel and our standard simon is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach. That was being removed by a later basin that was Mevatal, the decree. Once again, it's slow motion. The man riding his camel, camel, that must be more on Duff, Gimel, Gamal. The man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah, which reminds us, the more questions how the Mishnah permits watering irrigated fields on Shemitah. For whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. Abai answered, the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe who holds that Shemitah nowadays is only the abundant, and since there be a lot if one does not water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the abundant permitted it. Rav said you can even say the Mishnah is going according to the abundant who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a deraisa. But the Torah only prohibits avos and not toldos, except for zamir and Betzira, pruning and picking grapes. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach, which reminds us that more brings the mission in Shvis regarding until when one can plow a stay lavan and a stay ilan, a grain field and a field of trees. With the opinions of Beis Shammah, Beis and Rabbi Shimon who holds, with regard to a stay lavan, a grain field one can plow until Pesach, and with regard to a stay ilan, a field of trees one may plow until Shavuos. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach. That was being removed by a later basin that was Mavatal, the decree which reminds us. The Gemara asks how Ramagamliel and his basin were able to Mavatal the earlier times of Beishamah and Beisil when we know Eim Beisin Yachul Avatal Divrei Beisin Chavero Elim King Gadol Mimena Bechachma Ubeminyan A basin cannot be Mavatal, a decree of another basin, unless it's greater than the earlier basin in wisdom and in number. 
The Gemara answers the Beisham Beis Hillel initially stipulated called Rotzelavatul Yabo Yavatul. Whoever wants to be Mavatul the decree in the future may do so. The Gemara clarifies that the Lachal Moshe Misina that prohibits plowing 30 days before Rosh Hashanah remained in place. So once again, the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach. That was being removed by a later basin that was Mavatul, the decree. All right, now it's time for a four block back Hazara. Daf Lamed. So the Simr Daf Lamed is a Malamed, a Rebbe. So here goes. The Yediyah's Klaus Rebbe. Rebbe, that must be learned Daf Lamed, Malamed. The Yediyah's Klaus Rebbe, who's trying to teach his confused Talmudim, went to read Parsha Shkalim. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Erev Shabbos, which reminds us as a Malchogs went to read Parsha Shkalim, if Rosh Chodesh Adar comes out on Erev Shabbos. Rav says, Makdimu, we advance the reading to the previous Shabbos because if it's delayed, the number of days between the basin's proclamation about the Machzidah Shakal and the money changers' arrival in the provinces is reduced. Shmuel says, Ma'achim, we delay the reading to the Shabbos following Rosh Chodesh because when Rosh Chodesh is Erev Shabbos, the 15th comes out as Erev Shabbos, which means that the money changers will not go out until Sunday. Therefore, it's better to delay the reading so there won't be an interruption between the reading of Parsha Shkalim and the reading of Parsha Zachor. So, the Yediyah's Kalyas Rebbe, who was trying to teach his confused Talmudim, went to read Parsha Shkalim, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Erev Shabbos, as opposed to went to read Parsha Zachor, if Purim is Erev Shabbos, which reminds the Gemara brings some Alchogos regarding when Parsha Zachor is read, when Purim comes out on Erev Shabbos. Rav said, Makdim Parsha Zachor, we advance the reading to the previous Shabbos, which would be the 8th of Adar, so the Zechira comes before the Asiya. But Shmuel says, Ma'achim, delay the reading to Shabbos, which is the 15th. Since the walled cities observe Perm the following Shabbos, the Zechira and the Asiya happen at the same time. So, the Yediyah's Kholius Rebbe, who's trying to teach his confused Talmudim, went to read Parsha Shkalim, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls on Erev Shabbos, as opposed to went to read Parsha Zachor, if Purim is Erev Shabbos, couldn't wait to get back to the regular order of Parshios on the fifth Shabbos of Adar, which reminds us that the Mishnah stated, Kesedron. on the fifth Shabbos of Adar, we resume the regular order. And the Gemara asks, which order of the service was interrupted that's now resumed? Rabbi Ami said, let's say to Parshios Huchoser, one resumes the regular reading of the weekly Parsha, when Rabbi Yami, only the special readings were read on the four Shabbos and before Purim. Rabbi Yirmiya said, Let's say the Haftarah Sukhoser. One resumes the regular readings of the Haftarah. According to Rabbi Yirmiya, the weekly Torah portions were read during the preceding four weeks, and the special readings were read as Maftir. Daf Lamedalf, so the similar Daf Lamedalf is a judge. So here goes. The powerful judge, judge, that must be learned Daf Lamedalf, law. The powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said, every place you find mention of a coach Baruch Hu's Gevura, you find mention of his humility. And this is evident in Psukim, in Torah, Nevim, and Ksuvim. So the powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor encouraged the defendants to learn the partial Karbanas to attain a Kapara, which reminds us that the Mishnah said that the Yisrael were part of the Mishnah that were not located in Yerushalayim would gather in their towns and read from Maisa Breshis. The Gemara asks what the connection is between the Mahamados and Maisa Breshis, where Yaakov Barachos said, and the Niravasi, Yomali Mahamados and Yiskai Mishalayim Arts, if not from the Mahamados, referring to the Karbanas the Mahamados represent, heaven and earth would not continue to exist. The Gemara teaches that when Avram Avinu asked Bamaida, he was asking, tell me what I must teach my descendants that will help them attain Kapara for their sins and survive even when there are no Karbanas. And Kosh Baruch tells him that he will consider our learning the Parsha of Karbanas as if we had brought them. So, the powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor encouraged the defendants to learn the Parsha of Karbanas to attain a Kapara. 
and made sure to finish the most cursed cases before the end of the year. Which reminds us that Ezra was Matakim Biswa that he should read the curses in Vayikra before Shavuos and those of Dorim before Shoshana. Abai and some say Reish Lakish explain in order that the year end together with its curses. So the Simmer Dafalan base is a mad scientist in the lab. So here goes. The mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab. Mad scientist in the lab? That must be one of Lama Base. The mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with the Sefer Torah roll closed, which reminds us of Malchokas Ramir Rebuda whether one needs to close the Sefer Torah before reciting Birchaz Torah. Ramir says he does, for one might come to think that the brachas are written in the Sefer Torah if the Torah remains open, just like people might think that the Targum is written in the Torah if the Balkor was permitted to help the Metargum, the translator, and they might come to write the Targum in it. Rabbi Yudah says he does not because everybody knows that the brachas are not written in the Torah. So, the mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with a Sefer Torah roll closed, gave Galila to the most prominent person in the room, which reminds us Galila is given to the most prominent member of the minion, and he's Makabal the Schar Kenega the Schar of all the other participants. So, the mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with the Sefer Torah roll closed, gave Galila to the most prominent person in the room, handing him his newly invented Galila gloves so he wouldn't touch the Torah with his bare hands. Which reminds us, Rabbi Parnach said in the Rabbi Yochanan called Ocha Sefer Torah Arum, Nikba Arum, anyone who grasps the Sefer Torah with his bare hands will be buried bare, which Abai explains means Nikbar Arum below Osa Mitzvah. He'll be buried bare without that Mitzvah. Tosis explains that if he grasped the Torah during Kriya Torah, he would not receive the Schar for his Aliyah, and if he grasped it while rolling the Torah, he would not receive Schar for Galila. Daf base, so the symbol for Daf base is a house. So here goes. The Bachim staying at the Homeode farmhouse. Farmhouse? That must be on Daf base, buys, house. The Bachim staying at the Homeode farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss. Which reminds us, the opening mission of Masech states, Mashkin Shlachim One may water an irrigated field during Homeode and during Shviz, whether from a Mayan that has just begun to flow or from a Mayan that has not just begun to flow. Rush explains that the field is on a mountain and needs to be irrigated constantly to avoid a Hefzat Gadol, a large financial loss. Rashi brings a puzzle which gives the Chomim the authority to determine which Malach is forbidden and which is not on Cholomod, and they determine that Malach is permitted in the case of financial loss. So, the Bachim is staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw him some water from the well because it was a Tirchia Sarah, which reminds us the Gemara determines that the time of our Mishnah, who holds the Psedein Harvachalo, that one may do Malacha, to prevent a financial loss, but may not do malacha for the sake of a prophet, and that holds, even when there is a financial loss, we do not permit malacha if it involves excessive exertion, is Rebbe Yehuda. So, the Bachim staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw some water from the well because it was a Tirchi Yasera, and continued debating which malach is violated when one weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Which reminds us, there's a malachok regarding which malach one has transgressed when he weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Rabbi said, Mishim for plowing, for just as plowing is done in order to soften the earth, so too is weeding and watering meant to soften the earth. Rav Yosef said, Mishim that he's high for sowing, for just as sowing is meant to make things grow, so too weeding and watering helps produce grow. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.